welcome back to No I'm Not, I'm here with Kushi Patel. And this week we have a very, very special guest who is very near and dear to my heart. And you guys are gonna love hearing from her and we're gonna have a very interesting discussion. So I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, Hitvi Trivedi. Hi everyone, so great to be here with Kushi today. I'm really excited for the discussion we have for you guys. Um, I am not as crazy as she is, but I do promise that what we're going to talk about is something that is really important in our day and age, and yeah. Yeah, and um, go check out Hathaway's podcast, which is called... The Journey to Self-Acceptance Podcast. It's probably the first thing you see when you search up on Spotify, and um, we just kind of talk about relatable topics and everyday topics um, that could interest you potentially so yeah so let's get into it i'm sorry you guys know that i have to say that phrase every single time i have an episode so anyway to introduce today's topic which you guys have already seen from the title today we are going to be talking about mental health which i'm really excited for because i think especially as teenagers it's not a very talked about issue and especially at like school and stuff um and i'm really excited to talk about it so Hithvi um just to you know get the ball rolling as someone so wisely quoted before um I'm going to ask you a couple of questions so how has your personal experience been with mental health in high school and what are schools doing to support you or you know what can they do to support you and what can they improve yeah so I just kind of want to put it out there first off before we start talking about this topic that you know, we might touch sensitive topics. I'm not really sure yet, but just in case, so you guys know what's coming for you. Um, my personal experience with mental health started in middle school. It's kind of always been um, like cycles of sadness and kind of just going through moments where life didn't really kind of seem as for me as, you know, people expected it to be. And, um, It was definitely a rough experience, and then when I stepped into high school, just that combination of, you know, a rigorous academic course load with the need to maintain these social relationships with all these different people and um, making sure that, you know, being, capturing that whole high school image of, like, doing everything and being everything, it was not easy, and that definitely took a toll on me, and um, I ended up needing to pick myself up multiple times. And we don't self-diagnose, so I'm not going to really put a word to what I was feeling, but it was, you know, general cycles of sadness, you know, feeling like down and then like having that persist and then one day kind of feeling better and it'll look like it's going uphill, but then it goes downhill again. And um, with that came a lot of um, need to really maintain everything and balance everything because I am also very grade focused so I want to make sure that I was getting to everything that I need to get to but I also had to figure out what what I was going through so it was definitely quite a roller coaster and it is quite a roller coaster you know still have two more years of high school left and who knows what's to come and I still feel the rippling effects of everything I've been through in the past and I feel it in like anxiety and just overthinking and all these different um things that still affect me in a day-to-day life and when I see what schools are doing I see that 
Um, the support system that schools have, like the teachers, they're really open to listening, especially where I go. And they're really just open to having conversations. And I know the counselors are always ready to talk. But um, one thing that I did wish was less done in school is like capitalizing off of mental health. I see like clubs, you know, there's like 70 different clubs for mental health and not a lot of not a lot of them actually take action for it. And so I kind of want to hand it over to Kushi to see if you have seen that as well. Yeah, I um completely agree with Hithvi. I've definitely seen a lot of clubs and, and especially we have this one club that definitely, you know, gets actual change in the world and they're trying to, you know, bring more awareness and light and shed light on it. But I also know that there's like 10 other clubs at my school that um don't exactly do the same thing. They kind of like call it a mental health club and obviously it's nice that it's there for people to go to, but it's not... um super beneficial to have 10 different clubs that essentially you know are doing the same thing rather than just having one big one that's actually creating change um and I think that that's something that really needs to be put out in high school and I agree I think teachers especially um you know we're in southern California so it's quite liberal here um and I think that they're you know pretty good about what they're doing and how they're sort of organizing it in a way and sort of you know talking about it and I really like that and you know you see all the stickers like on teachers doors and in their classrooms like mental health matters it's an open space and that's obviously really nice to hear and and, um thank you obviously for sharing your mental health experience it's very brave and personally for me I agree with you I think more of it like I've always had it ever since I was little like in elementary school but I didn't know what it was um and obviously I'm not going to self-diagnose but it's just like needing to do things repeatedly and I'm not going to put a label on it but um anything kind of high school accelerated that like especially before AP tests I could tell like um it was kind of getting worse versus in summer it's like a lot better right now so I think it increases maybe like with my stress or my workload and um especially what you said about you know having to have good grades and everything because I'm also very grade oriented and you know wanting to do clubs and extracurriculars and all that and like just for me because that's just personally what I strive for and what I love to do and it's what I'm passionate about like not grades but like extracurriculars and stuff and doing all that stuff and being involved it's a really big time commitment and I got to a point where I was literally scheduling mental breakdowns like especially like in April or May before my AP test I was like okay okay, mental breakdown, 6.03 p.m. Like, like I was literally scheduling them because it got to a point where I had to, you know, my grades came first, my math homework came first, my, like, whatever, bio, biology one, too. I had to do that rather than, you know, um, actually do what matters. And I think that's really messed up. And um, I didn't really know it back then, but obviously your mental health comes before your grades and your school and all of that. But I feel like um, with the environment that high school has kind of fostered and the competitiveness and the drive is obviously good to have an internal drive but to the point where you're neglecting yourself um to kind of keep that up it's definitely um not something that is um that I'm proud of and something that I hope can get changed um and also you know being in high school I think something that really affects mental health is social media and um you know, as a teenager, we use social media a lot and we have a lot of mental health um, issues as well. So I wanted to ask Kate B, like, have you noticed a correlation between your mental health and social media or, you know, just using technology or your phone in general? 
Yeah, so I think um, when it comes to social media, kind of the first and foremost thing that I think of is a negative self-image. When you see all these people on TikTok and on Snapchat, all those influencers like out there kind of living their best life, being happy, you know, having like quote unquote the ideal body kind of puts you at like a negative view of yourself and I've I've experienced that and I know a lot of teenagers have experienced that too so that kind of tolls down on how how much self-respect you have for yourself and just constantly um feeling the need to post and to like comments and to like photos and just that whole kind of jam that social media has it has affected me like I personally don't really like it like I feel like it causes unnecessary stress and also this whole thing behind being left on delivered for 25 hours and being left on open I feel like that causes a lot of anxiety for me personally because I like I overthink and I'm like did I say something wrong did I do something wrong and it overall in general just creates like a really bad um almost like a distraction for me and it's something that I don't really like that's why I try to limit how much time I spend on social media so that is something that I recognize but also people's relationships with social media and how much you go on and what platforms you're on makes the situation different yeah I totally agree the whole like being on delivered and you know opening things I think um I also overthink a lot so I'm like oh my god, did I do something wrong? And it's like, yeah, I literally didn't do anything wrong. It's just, you know, there could be something going on. There could be like a a game or something, you know, you never really know what's happening, but that just causes a lot of stress. And also the whole liking thing and like scrolling through YouTube or Netflix or TikTok or whatever it is, um, you don't realize where time goes. And then you realize you've just been on your phone all day. And it's just, it's this really disgusting, weird feeling that I don't really know how to describe but frankly and like sorry for my language it just feels shitty and there's really no other way to kind of describe it and put it but it is not a fun feeling and um I think social media is like 99% why I feel so bad after I'm you know get off of my phone or whatever and that's kind of pretty much where time goes I'm like oh where did the time go like I didn't do anything today I did do something today I watched like five seasons of like Outer Banks or whatever you know and that's what I did instead of you know hanging out with my friends or going to the park or all of that um and Hithvi I wanted to go on to the next question but like do you have any advice for those out there who are struggling with social media on their mental health or more than that but like just in general struggling with their mental health or feeling unproductive and sad because especially in high school their mental health um like I said before is kind of um being overlooked for school and that makes you feel unproductive and just all of that and how to kind of get back in the groove yeah so the first most thing that I have to say is the first step is to just talk to someone and it really doesn't matter who you talk to whether that be like a parent or a friend or like someone you trust I do recommend talking about it because when it's in your mind you can't exactly put it to words but when you start talking about it you kind of understand what you're going through and um, people can give you advice based off of their own situations. And so it's just my first thing, like if you were to do anything, I tell you to talk to someone because talking makes you one step closer to healing as well. And um, ways to get back into your groove is like 
one thing that really worked for me was journaling. I would write down all my feelings or I'd record my, like, me talking or ranting on a voice memo because it just lets me kind of take out everything that I'm feeling onto a tangible thing that I could, like, go back and read read about. So, like, recently I, like, pulled out, like, my journaling from maybe, like, eighth grade and I was like wow like I've grown so much from like the state of mind I'm in like I back then I didn't know how to control these things that I was going through but now I feel like I have some sort of power over them that I know how to deal with them and also um obviously just do the things you love like do what you want to do and obviously school is kind of like something you have to do but make sure you are incorporating the things that you genuinely like to do and look for the reasons to find hope and like whether they be as small as watching the sunset or making yourself a nice meal to actually sit down and eat. I do recommend you do those things because they're what kind of keep life less monotonous. And I feel like a lot of mental health um, issues come from losing hope and not realizing that the future holds so much for you. So do the things you love and also take you days, you know? Yeah, you might be a junior or senior in high school, but there you can find two hours a day to just make it a you day. Do the things that you want to do and take care of yourself because, you know, success, a big part of success is making sure that your physical and mental well-being is also in place. And so with these different things, you need to realize that small steps lead up to bigger changes by just starting now by realizing that, yeah, I'm struggling. I need to do something about it. I need to heal myself. I need to feel better. Um, that's a small step in the right direction. And then you'll kind of keep on building those increments and be doing the things that you realize are helping you kind of get up and heal yourself. Yeah, and I think um, I was going to add on to that, but I think the way Hathby put it really um, just, you know, captures it in a nutshell. And I totally get the ranting in your notes thing. That's why, like, half my notes are locked, but we don't talk about it. Um, and just, you know, kind of getting it out into a tangible thing, I think, has really helped me. And, um, you know, especially with high school or work or whatever it is that you guys are doing, putting that aside in order to sort of just be there for yourself. Because, you know, none of the things that you do are going to be possible if you yourself aren't possible, and I know, like, that's weird, like, of course I'm possible, but, you know, you know what that means, just, like, um, your mental health, your happiness is possible, none of that stuff, like, your extracurriculars, none of that's gonna matter until, until you think that you matter, so, um, yeah, and then, um, I kind of wanted to also talk about how taboo mental health is, um, and especially I think we're both Indian and we're both in the Indian community and I think it'd be interesting to sort of talk about that in both like the Indian community as well as just as a whole and high school in America in the world so what are your thoughts on that? I think that when it comes to mental health we kind of look the other way and like um I've I was listening to one of I think someone else's podcast I don't know it was like a pretty famous one and it was like um, a professor talking about his experience. It's like when someone has like a broken arm, you're like, oh my God, are you okay? Like what happened? But as soon as someone says that they're struggling with clinical depression, we kind of like feel uncomfortable for some reason. And we feel like um, that's like not something we would generally talk about. And I think that stigma really needs to be broken because the brain is one of the most complex organs in our body and it's still not fully understood. And so when someone is struggling with, you know, 
their brain and mental health relates to um, a brain illness. Um, it's really important that we are able to show our support without kind of um, giving into the stigma and giving into those barriers that make reaching out for help even more difficult. And within like the Indian community, I feel like it's something that's so just uncomfortable for people to talk about. And I've seen so many like, quote unquote, Indian aunties say like, oh my God, like I'm de like I'm depressed when you say that to me. Or like I have anxiety <laughs> because like I can't find like the cilantro at the Indian store. And I'm like, <laughs> I get so mad when I hear them use these terms so lightly yeah. because you do not understand. Like yeah, everyone deals with anxiety and like depression. Maybe you deal with depression. I'm not sure, but the way they use it so lightly, it's almost like invalidating people who are seriously struggling with it. So I just personally, that angers me so much. So I really do think that um, this generation is a step in the right direction because we are we are learning to be so open about it. So Yeah, I totally agree. And especially the Indian auntie cilantro example, I think that really captures it. Um, and also the whole broken arm thing. I think that's a great way to put it because I feel like a lot of people, especially in older generations, have this mentality of like, if I can't see it, then they're lying or it's like broken, you know, because like a, like a cast, you can sign that, you can touch it, it's hard, right? That's something that the doctor puts on you. Your brain, no one can see into your brain unless it's like, you know, a scan that the doctor's going to do, which a normal person on the street isn't going to be able to do when you tell them that you have anxiety or depression or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I think that causes a lot of the problems. And I feel like another big issue and a lot of problems are like right now in high school we're being taught about mental health like they're teaching you about it like I took AP psych this last year and I know Haiti you took that too and um depression isn't just like I'm sad today it's like a, there's actual chemical you know in your brain um that's missing or there's too much of it depending on the like disorder and I think a lot of people don't realize that and I think that's just um part of a misinformation effect um and people aren't probably really educated about mental health which is why I think a really big step in the right direction is um sort of you know educating people about it which I think our generation like you said is definitely doing um but I think it would be great if we could get that to older generations as well because they don't necessarily um know everything about the certain disorders like okay I broke my leg okay that means like your bone is broken right where it has a fracture, it's a hairline fracture or whatever, but they don't know what depression is, they don't know what anxiety is, and not knowing something scares them, so they just choose not to believe in it. Exactly. And um, I think that's like 90% of the problem right there, which obviously it's more complex than that, but just, you know, surface level. Um, and obviously mental health and physical health, um, they're both real and they're both important, and it's important that, you know, we see that and we understand that. And how do you personally think that expectations, whether that's in high school or um, people in your life, like how they expect of you and making others sort of quote unquote proud affects your own mental health? Like, yeah, like, how do you think? Oh, um, I think that like the, um, in my community, especially like the whole standards behind academics and um, just what like people think of me, like, from the start, maybe, like, before I started struggling with things, just the whole, like, 
oh my god she's so talkative and expert and she's always like um like all dressed up and like her she got her whole gig together type of thing like that expectation from the start is something that has made a big barrier and like talking to my friends about it because I feel like I don't really want to disappoint you in a way like I don't want to like give you this image that I'm like always kind of dealing with something and that you can't come to me so I like don't really open up much about it and I've only recently started opening up about it so that's definitely been been a barrier like the whole academic pressure like needing to be a straight A student being in like 50 clubs like that whole kind of image that people have of students nowadays it makes it seem like there's no space or time to deal with what's internally happening and I think that's also a really big barrier that people just have that stops them from dealing with what they're dealing with and like putting a solution to their issue yeah and we talked about the or I talked about this um last week or two weeks ago actually for the high school expectations episode and um it was like you know there's this perfect student image but you just have to realize that you're not going to be able to be a perfect student. You're not going to be able to make others around you proud until you make yourself proud, until you are perfect in your own eyes. And um, just realizing that you're not, you were not born to make others feel happy when they look at you. You were not born to make others like comfortable or feel safe or whatever. You were born to like be your own person you know, to be your own individual. And that, I think, will take a lot of pressure off um, one's shoulder. One's shoulder is just a single shoulder, you know. (laughs) Off of um, one's shoulder is because it really, um, you know, takes just that pressure off and it makes you feel so much, like, lighter in a sense. And you can just focus on what kind of truly matters. And, yeah, and then lastly, um, if, you know, a lot of people do struggle with mental health, where would you suggest they go? Because, you know, a lot of times people won't have teachers or, like, um, maybe even friends or family to talk to. So is there anywhere that, like, you could recommend getting resources? Um, I would say that, you know, even if, like, it's not, like, the quickest solution, I would definitely, like, talk to your doctor, open up to your doctor about it because they can put you guys through a test and, like, actually diagnose you or even just connect you with therapists that could talk to you. Um, there are organizations like NAMI and the National Suicide Life, Suicide Hotline that have um, counselors and people that will talk to you, like they will get onto a phone call with you or they will text you and they kind of just listen to you because sometimes all you need is like a listing ear. So you could always text those and they're like available 24 seven and they just kind of support you. They point you towards resources, they point you towards readings and just, help you realize that there are people that um value what you're going through and that will push you in the right direction um also you could always um kind of give yourself time to like understand what you're going through like sit with it for a little bit and then kind of figure out how to have a conversation with a teacher or a parent or a friend because i think that those closest to you would know enough about you to see what you're comfortable with and see what would be the best solution for you. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is um, most certainly a really good resource, especially because it's, you know, 24-7. So whatever time zone you're in, you can definitely 
um, talk to them about it because I know many people aren't going to have um, like a proper like someone in their own life whether that's a teacher family or friends to talk to but you know there are all those organizations that Hazy mentioned that you guys can always reach out to and just know that um, I'm always here for you too even though I'm like an anonymous voice through um through a podcast but let me know if you ever want to hear about any other topics through the email um no i'm not on my period one at gmail.com because apparently someone took no i'm not on my period um but go ahead and do that and i had so much fun talking to hate about you know mental health and all everything surrounding it and also i'm kind of pretty sure that you guys have noticed but over the last month I've transitioned to every um having an episode out every two weeks rather than one week just because you know life's been really busy so I will see you guys not next week but the week after that thank you for having me I really hope that our conversation pushed you in the right direction or got you thinking about you know what you need to do in your own life to kind of heal yourself yep all right bye guys (laughs) 